You are listening to Agency Work, and this is Season 3, where the focus of the conversations will be on collaboration. I'm your host, Parker Playstead. Today, I'm talking with Lauren Sweeney, Christy Hack, and Jane Broadbent. Lauren is the founder and CEO at Dotted Line, a local agency focused on branding and marketing for clients. Christy works with Lauren as the account director at Dotted Line, and Jane works with them as a freelance brand strategist. Lauren, Christy, and Jane, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Parker. Thanks for having us. Happy to be here. Excited to be here. Today, our discussion will focus on collaboration between freelancers and agencies for client projects. Lauren, let's start the conversation with a description of your agency. Well, thank you, Parker. I'm the founder of Dotted Line, like you said. Uh, Dotted Line is a creative agency for those that are looking for a thoughtful yet nimble approach for their marketing. Um, At Dotted Line, we say that we believe the world is full of data points for what we believe, how we behave, and what we value. And so our team works to connect those dots using strategy, media, creative, communications, and analytics because we really believe that connected brands are better. To give a little bit of background about how I started Dotted Line and what brought us to this point, um, when I started Dotted Line, it was just me. It was in 2013. Um, And what I saw... Uh, when I moved into the agency space, I'd previously worked at Capital One, is that there were a lot of really great marketing practitioners out there, right? Designers, planners, uh, media specialists, who all had a really deep understanding of the marketing and media landscape. A lot of folks probably similar to Jane and others that work on our team. But what I noticed is that clients, particularly those that we um, have developed working relationships wanted and didn't necessarily realize they needed was a strategy and someone to help them look holistically at all their marketing and communication needs. So that's really where Dotted Line first came from. You know, at Dotted Line, one of the things we do is we always start with strategy. And so where we're able to think holistically, we're able to solve for our broad needs within those brand communication sort of umbrella like I talked about. And this works for our clients. Our clients are upper middle market companies, organizations that are growing very quickly um, and need flexibility, meaning what they need today is not necessarily what they might need in six months. And so over the years, our client list has grown as well as the types of engagements and projects that we do. So our model at Dotted Line is to really meet clients where they are with their marketing needs. And so what we do is we build the right teams based on their client needs. So we leverage a bench of experienced senior level practitioners who are subject matter experts in a full spectrum of marketing and communication specialties. Like I said, Jane is one of our go-to brand strategists and part of our extended team. And I'm gonna share with Christy and let Christy talk about how we staff the different engagements that we put together as part of our organization. The one piece that we have found as part of our model that's incredibly important, and we're going to talk a little bit about today on the podcast, is it's really only as successful as the core of the organization. So we believe that's three key pillars. Vision, so what we're trying to achieve as an organization long term. Culture, the set of values we all believe in. And then process, what's the operational system that encourages us to hire with flexibility and hire freelance talent? So Christy, I'll let you talk about how we staff engagements. Thanks, Lauren. Um, So I'm the account director at Dotted Line, and I've been in the advertising marketing space for over 11 years now. And my role at Dotted Line is really to oversee 
all of our clients and their relationships. And that's not just the relationship and the work that we do for the client, but it's also our team that's working on the client's work. So that's a combination of the account managers as well as the creative team. So from the strategists to the designers to the writers, um, I'm really the person that helps to start and kick off those engagements with the creative team. And so it's by, you know, tapping into and having the relationships with the creative folks in Richmond that we're able to have this nimble approach to really engage and work best with our clients' needs as different things come up within a particular engagement. And then as that time that we work together continues, how things may or may not change. Now that we've heard about Dotted Line, I'd like to bring our freelancer into this conversation. So Jane, can you tell us a little bit about your background in education and how you became a freelancer? Thanks, Parker. Yes, so I am a freelance brand strategist and planner. I originally got my master's at the Brand Center, though at that time it was the Ad Center, that that sort of dates me. Um, After leaving the Brand Center, I went to work client-side for healthcare marketing. And I loved it. It was wonderful. I learned a ton. But then my husband and I, we started to have a family and suddenly priorities shifted a bit. And I realized that I was wanting and needing a little bit more flexibility within my own schedule and just life. And I actually was having wine with a friend and colleague who had been recruiting me for this other position. And I just told her, I said, you know, thank you so much. This is not going to work, though, because my life, is, it needs some other things. And she just looked at me and she said, well, Jane, what about freelancing for us? And I was sort of looked and I was like, really? People do that? And she was like, oh, yeah. And that's how I fell into freelancing. Now, since I've started freelancing, believe it or not, this was seven years ago when this happened. But since then, I've actually shifted from being more client side to being agency side because there's, um, quite frankly, a bit more demand within the agency and consultancy world. And I've been really lucky to work with some just amazing agencies here in town and consultancies and just have been able to enjoy tapping into this network. And actually, it was through this network that I was able to first connect with Dotted Line um, I feel like it was two years ago mm-hmm. now. It's time flies. But the thing that's wonderful about Dotted Lines, which is when you first, Parker, you first asked me to uh, come and talk a little bit about collaboration, they were the first agency I thought of because they do such a wonderful job of making the freelancer truly feel like part of the team. And because you know, as a freelancer, my job is to acclimate to whatever culture is there at the agency because they're they're asking you there to solve a problem. And my, part of my role is to, you know, A, get the work done, but then B, get the work done in a way that fits best within that agency. I feel like Dotted Line goes above and beyond in making their freelancers feel really welcome and very much a part of their team. So it's like, I feel very appreciated, and it's a wonderful uh, collaboration. Lauren, so our conversation today is going to focus on collaboration between agencies and freelancers, and I'd like you to talk about how you form these teams and how you bring in the freelancers. Yeah. 
So most importantly, what we want to start with is the client and what we see is the client need and how we can best uh, serve the client and deliver better results for them. So we want to talk a little bit about what we see in the landscape with our clients. You know, I don't think this is a surprise at every turn, um, particularly in today's day and age, you're hearing that there's just a, a changing landscape within brand advertising communications. Um, and what we've seen at Dotted Line is to, to really be successful our, for our clients, um, particularly at the stage of the company that our clients' organizations are in, you've got to be adaptable and flexible. Again, not a surprise, I think, to anyone on this podcast. Um, what problem one client might have today, like I said, may not be the problem that that same client might have in six months. So what we found to really achieve this level of adaptability and flexibility, we have to think about and structure our agency as one that can solve problems creatively and do so in a variety of different ways. Let me give you an example. Yeah, so a great example of that is we have a client, and when we first started partnering together, you know, for any of these projects or engagements, the first thing we do is really get the team all in a room to talk about the client, give everyone the background on the project and the work, and then together we talk about, you know, what are we solving for? What's the opportunity for that client? And as a team, we put together the plan for starting with strategy, what kind of creative is going to come next, and a recent example is we did a lot of branding work for a client recently. So we started off by really understanding the category, the customer, the industry, which led us into creating a brand position for them, which is great, right? It allowed them to enter the market. They could have a really clear message of who they were and what they stood for. And as we continue to work with them, what we've noticed is we're helping them with their awareness and their place in the market but now they really need to push and have a stronger sales strategy within their messaging. So with how our team is set up, we're really able to get in there because we've created this brand, we understand who they are, and we're able to pivot with our team members and say, okay, now our goal is how do we be their partner to help them with lead generation and get more sales so that they can continue to be successful. So it's really fun because it allows us the opportunity to continue uncovering um, something that we like to say often is big, hairy problems and overcome them together. Hmm. Is yeah. this our friends at the uh, clinical engineering firm? It is. Oh, nice. Yes. Mm -hmm. so like Christy said, we think about hiring a bench of, of seasoned experts, but strong communicators as well as strong account management skills. And this flexible staff brings a specialized skill set, but also just a fresh perspective to any engagement or project. So this combined with our approach is how we uh, develop the right teams for our clients in order to achieve the best results for them. Christy, that sounds like an interesting project. And Jane, you said you worked on that project. And as a brand strategist, I'd like to hear how you contributed to that project. Sure. Um, I was one of the one of the people in the room in the very beginning when we talked about kicking off the project and my role was really upfront as the brand strategist. So I helped with all of the research, all of the synthesis, and then really packaging it up into a, a brand strategy to help the client know where they were within the marketplace and then how to tell their own story. Um, so it's been neat to see it evolve and to see everyone get quite excited about it and then be able to use it in much more short term, you know, like Christy was talking about how it's been able to be boiled down into a bit more of a, a sales strategy. And so it's been really neat to be able to to see all of that take off from you know, the beginning roots of the research and the brand strategy and the brand positioning. That's cool. 
So I'm going to go back to Christy and Lauren a little bit. When you picked Jane to bring her into this project, tell us a little bit more about why you picked Jane. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Jane and I had worked together a little bit previously um, before I started at Dotted Line. And the minute we got this project with this new client, immediately thought of Jane for a couple reasons. Um, her background in healthcare was a really great tie for this project. Uh, we knew that it would bring some institutional knowledge of just the industry, which could be applied to this particular project and, and opportunity and problem we were trying to solve for. Additionally, um, Jane's collaborative work style is just something that at Dotted Line we really value and um, look for when we're building this extended team. And so knowing that this was going to be a little bit of a complex challenge, knew that Jane would be up for the challenge. She'd have great resources and just knowledge and experience that she could bring to it. And it would be one of those engagements where the further we got into it, knew that we could count on her. I mean, to come into the office, throw everything up on whiteboards and see what sticked, see what didn't stick. And we were able to really go through a lot of that research and strategy together, which was really exciting for us. So Christy and Lauren, we had a conversation as we were getting ready for this podcast episode where we talked about freelancers and how freelancers bring new perspectives and skills and talents to the conversations and the projects. So I'd like you to expand upon that a little bit about how you're bringing in the freelancers to help with the creative problem solving. Yeah. So for us, what I think the opportunity is really great is that the the freelancers approach problems with a lot of fresh thinking, right? So we bring a new challenge and opportunity, and there's immediately this sense of new perspective that is able to be applied to the work. And so that's something that we really value and look for because you're able to tap into perhaps their expertise from previous work experience and background knowledge, and it really allows for the thinking to be different and to push the boundaries a little bit and pull out these insights that I think keeps it current and fresh for the client because ultimately our goal is to help them overcome this problem and provide them with insights and solutions that are different that will help them meet their goal. You're right, Christy, and I think the the skill set is a big piece too. So, finding people with a skill set and background experience, similar to Jane in her example with our healthcare client, um, will really help bring the right level of expertise to the table. Um, and then we also look for just who's a, who's a great fit for the for the client style. You know, that's always a, a critical piece too when you're thinking about staffing engagements. Well, thank you, Lauren. Um, and I can tell just from the kind of the vibe of the four of us here in the room and how you're interacting that uh, it is a good cultural fit with Jane and Christy and Lauren and your agency dotted line. So I'd like to have Jane talk a little bit more about culture and fit and just kind of how she feels about her relationship with agencies and dotted line in particular. Man, you guys are like making me blush over here. <laughs> um, and I for as a freelancer, when you're going into an agency, and I started to talk about this a little bit in the beginning, I think your job is twofold. One, it's absolutely doing whatever project you're you know, deployed to do, but you want to do it in a way that assimilates to the agency's culture. 
that doesn't mean that they have to assimilate to you, which, you know, is fine because you're a freelancer. That's part of the, the name of the game. What I love about Dotted Line is, and it's funny, we were talking about this, was it Monday, just, just earlier this week, I think Lauren has done a really great job of building an intentional culture that is welcoming to the core team like Christy, but then also to the extended team like me as freelancers. And I really genuinely feel valued and I feel safe there as well. And it's funny, I feel like safe is almost a a strong word to use, but for me, my favorite way, my favorite work style is when I'm free to, you know, absolutely come in with answers to whatever challenge that we're facing, but also to flip it and say, well, here are the places that I'm struggling with. Here are the things that I think we don't know yet. Um, Here are the things that we need to find the answers to. And to make sure that I, as a freelancer coming in, is not I'm not being judged for not knowing all the answers right away. Um, So to me, it almost boils down to being part of a team instead of just an assembly line. Um, And there's always a role for that. I mean, as a freelancer, sometimes you just need to go in, do whatever job you're being asked to do, do it as well as you can, and, you know, be nice, enjoy your time, and be grateful for the work. But for me, what's most rewarding is when I really feel part of a team. I, I like that, you know. For freelancers, sometimes you can be a, a lone wolf. I, I'm a wolf. I like to be part of a pack. And I feel like Lauren's done a really nice job of having her pack be very welcoming, whether you're a freelancer or the core team. Well, I like those analogies and those descriptions. And you talked about an assembly line, and, and at first that threw me off. But as I thought, you know, talked with you guys more and thought about this more, I, I got it. So the assembly line, if I'm getting this right, is you're coming in and you're doing your part within an assembly line. It's kind of as you were saying, the work gets handed off to you, you do your part, and then you hand it off to the next person. Yeah. And in fact, um, the example that Christy was talking about earlier with our, our um, clinical engineering friends it could it could have been, you know, just the question of, hey, Jane, come help with this project. You know, they need a brand strategy. I come in, I deliver the brand strategy, and then I walk away. Instead, it was much more of a, a team effort. You know, obviously, I was driving the the driving the brand strategy portion, but I was welcome to any and all input too. Um, And likewise, you know, we've got the clients coming in next week and we're just, we've been talking a bit about it. And so it's, it's a fun, it's a fun time. It's a nice engagement where even though my part of the project is done, I never feel out of the loop. I still feel that I'm a part of it and they know that they can reach out to me at any point and just, bat some ideas around, whatever's needed. So it's really, it's a nice, a nice, uh, I don't want to say collaboration. It's like, hey, everything is collaboration, but it's it's just a nice teamwork. Right. You feel welcomed and you feel appreciated. Exactly. So Jane, one of the things you 
talked about was a safe environment. And I'm going to kind of change the word to trust mm. and how important trust is on a team and working with other people. And there's a book that I like, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team, and it's kind of the negative side of things, but the, the first dysfunction is lack of trust. So trust is really, really important, and it's clear that you have that here with Dotted Line and you working on the team. Uh, so I had to get that little book plug in here for my audience that regularly listens and knows about my little Easter eggs of book plugs. So <laughs> the five dysfunctions of a team. All right, Lauren, I'm going to go back to you and have you talk more about your agency. Yeah. Well, you're right. I think um, collaboration, particularly today, is such a buzzword and, and sort of a feel-good term that's thrown around. But what we've seen at, at Data Line is actually something that is really challenging to do well. Um, and, you know, process is important when you think about having good collaboration and facilitating those types of discussions. But we really see it's a shift in mindset and a set of behaviors. And I'll explain what I mean by that. I think first, it, you've got to have sort of a sense of some humbleness, right? You have to recognize that you don't know all the answers um, and you have to be willing to reach out to other people, particularly experts, and help gather them to see if they can help you solve that problem. And you have to be willing to listen. So that's a big piece of it. To your point, Parker, I think it's about building trust. And, and you do that through that, that open, honest kind of communication. The third piece, which uh, Jane talked about, is just working well with others. You know, the culture piece and making sure you fit within the organization is, is critical. Um, and lastly, it's just thinking beyond the obvious and spotting those opportunities to be able to push a brand in the right way. Um, so I want to share an example of one of the things we do at Dot Align, which I think um, speaks to kind of that collaborative, you know, work style that we've been talking about. So, for example, whenever you know, we have a, a new engagement or project, one of the things that you'll, you'll often hear is the question asked, what does success look like? And so what we do is we always gather together all the different players on a new engagement to really spend some time talking about that and define what is the problem we're even trying to solve? Because if you can't agree on that, how are you going to agree on how everyone's going to move forward to make that happen? And so a lot of times in agency world, you know, you make a big pitch to a client and you think you know the problem you're going to solve. But once you dig in and you start to do some of that research and planning, sometimes things are a little bit different than what, what you thought when you were at the outset of, of that engagement. Um, Successful collaboration is really, at the end of the day, what gets me um, energized and, and excited about Dotted Line. It's working with a set of different people, backgrounds, and experiences to solve those big, hairy problems that Christy talked about. And so when you're working with a team and you see someone who's really digging in and collaborating and solving those challenges for a client, you see the light bulb go off in their mind when they realize what they can achieve by working with others. And I think that is what's really cool and uh, continues to drive me every day at Dotted Line. Yeah, so really to echo a couple of things that Lauren said and Parker, even you, as we think about collaboration, some of the, the traits that I think are, are most meaningful is that trust, right? Like you nailed it. Trust is super important. So you can come in and feel like you can ask the questions or throw out the ideas. And, you know, at the beginning and even in the middle, nothing's a bad idea. I think one of my favorite things in that project that we worked with Jane on was we were whiteboarding things and we had papers everywhere and we were sitting on the floor and we were looking at charts and I asked a question and there's nothing better than when the brand strategist is like, oh my gosh, I didn't think about that. And, you know, <laughs> I think as the person leading the account, you're like, yes, nailed it. You know, I, my idea made some sense and it wasn't just foolishness. So the trust to be able to have that is fantastic. 
On both sides, by the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so I think with that is a little bit, you have to be a little fearless. Um, and it's very, it's, um, there's a level of humility, you know, because we're all putting our ideas and thoughts out there. And I think to be able to really work together to get those light bulbs to go off, that trust, that fearlessness and the humility is crucial. Yeah, I completely agree with all those. Uh, from the freelancer point of view, too, um, you know, you just, you have to have trust in the agency that you're working with. You have to have enough confidence in yourself to be a bit fearless um, and to show, like, to be honest, if you didn't know, if I didn't see something, I'd much rather say, oh, that's a great idea. I never even, I wouldn't have thought of that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to know that you appreciate everything that's, that's bringing together because it's making the project stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. All right. I'm feeling a really warm, positive uh, environment here with the three of you. Um, but I've got to change this a little bit and get Jane to talk about professional behavior as a freelancer. Because part of this, part of the trust, part of what has made Jane successful is her approach to being a freelancer. And I think some people go into freelance for the flexibility of it. And you've got to be careful that you're not seen as unreliable. So Jane and I have talked about this a little bit, that you need to have some habits um, or processes or behaviors that convey to the people who are hiring you that you're reliable. So I'm going to turn it over to Jane and have her talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Thanks, Parker. Um, Yeah. The freelance world has a bit of a mythical sheen to it, you know, where people hear freelance, they're like, oh, you control your own schedule. And isn't this wonderful? You get to work for, you know, whomever you want. And I think when it comes down to freelance as a business, there's a lot more responsibility and a lot more um, just accountability that goes into it. So for myself, I actually took the time um, a couple of years ago to just write out a couple of rules for myself that I'm always, always following. And they're really simple. It's just a matter of basically minding your P's and Q's and common sense. But for me, it helps to keep me honest, you know, to keep me diligent in reporting. Um, so I guess the first one, and I, I prepared him because I know that we talked, so you, you had me ready. Um, the first one is to get to know your agency. You know, take the time to really get to know them because A, I like to get to know them as people because I tend to be a people person, but more importantly than that, to know how they like to communicate. There's some agencies that, you know, are going to be on Basecamp all the time. Others are going to be using Slack all the time. Others are going to be doing SlideShare, whatever it is, however they like to have their workflow operate, make sure that you learn it and make sure that you do it in that way. So that way that gets to that assimilation piece, you know, you are fitting in with their team. Um, The next one, and I think this one is the most important, is to absolutely build in FaceTime. And I mean, it's such a virtual world that I think people forget the importance of that and just being able to sit down and look at somebody and to have a conversation, that's that's huge. Um, I mean, even today I was in the office and we had a, a conference call with a client and we had talked about, you know, oh, are we going to do it this, you know, both remotely? And we both said, no, uh, we being Christy and I, 
we said, no, let's let's sit down. And that way, if we need to scribble a note back and forth, we can do that, you know. And as a freelancer, I think it's quick for people to assume that you can just do it all from your, your home office, which is great. But you need to build in FaceTime. However it works for you, you got to build it in. Um, next is over-communicate. You know, make sure they know, you know your agency knows what you're doing, what you're delivering, and that they feel a part of what you're doing. I mean, I'm a big believer in work sessions and everything is a draft until pretty much the day that you're presenting it. <laughs> but just to make sure that everybody feels a part of that project because it's not just, in my mind, it's not just my work, it's our work. And so to make sure that people are knowing what you're doing and know that they feel invited to be a part of it. So those are really the big three. Yeah. Jane, thank you for sharing that advice. And for people listening to this podcast who are considering becoming a freelancer, I think your probability for success will go up if you follow Jane's advice. Well, I think this is where we close out the episode. We've had a great conversation about how agencies and freelancers can both benefit from collaboration and some guidelines for processes that will keep that relationship mutually beneficial. Now it's time for me to wrap this up. To our audience, you have been listening to the Agency Work Podcast. My guests today have been Lauren Sweeney, Christy Hack, and Jane Broadbent. To learn more about Lauren's agency, Dotted Line, go online to dottedline.agency, D-O-T-T-E-D-L-I-N-E, period, A-G-E-N-C-Y. So it's not a .com, it's a .agency. That's correct. Thank you, Lauren, Christy, and Jane. Thanks, thank Parker. You. Parker. Thank you. And to our audience, thank you for listening. I will be back in two weeks with another discussion on collaboration, and I hope you will tune into that episode. This podcast was recorded at Red Amp Audio in Richmond, Virginia. This is Agency Work, signing off. <laughs>